Hey ladies, how's it going? So glad to have you here. Um, this is just a little note for anyone who is interested in photography. So I don't know if you know this, but I have an awesome photography course that I spent months and months and months creating last year and it launched December 2021 and it is amazing. So if you're new to photography and feeling stuck or maybe you're someone that's interested in photography but doesn't know where to start, you need Moonrise Academy's shooting and editing course. This is a course that I created and it is solid gold in the hands of a budding photographer. Learn how to nail photos and camera every single time as I walk you through everything from gear, camera settings, finding great lighting, editing images, selecting images to edit once you get home from a shoot, the ins and outs of Lightroom, help with defining your style, and there's a video where I just edit several photos for you and just literally show you everything that I do, which is really awesome. And honestly, so much more. There's also a Facebook group community connected to the course so you can get extra help and I do live Q&A's all the time in there and so you can still get extra help and ask any questions that you need to even after you're done with the course. The course is normally $450 but for Lady Business listeners you can get $75 off with the code LADYBIZ. That's L-A-D-Y-B-I-Z. Only $375 to become a professional photographer in no time. Link to sign up is in the show notes. Let's talk business. It's women supporting women, baby. Let's get down to business. Work at it real, don't be innocent. This is late business. female entrepreneurs looking for encouragement and real and raw stories of how women navigate business, family, life, and everything in between. I'm your host, Jacqueline Fugit. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different because I am not joined by any guest and it's just going to be me chatting with you today and sharing a part of my story that I think would be hopefully helpful for some women that might have struggled with the same thing as me. So before we start this episode, I did just want to give a trigger warning because I will be chatting a a little bit about pregnancy loss today. So if that's something that you feel like would not be good for you to listen to today, then go ahead and just turn this off or go listen to one of my other episodes. So today I'm going to be chatting a little bit about motherhood and business, maternity leave, mental health, all those kind of things because I think a lot of times as women, these are things that we kind of navigate and we feel alone in it. And I just wanted to share part of my story because hopefully it would be encouraging to someone to know that they're not alone. So, okay, let's dive right into my story. Um, Okay, so I was doing photography for about hmm, maybe two years as a side hustle before I got pregnant with my first sweet girl, Bella. And I was a full-time nanny at the time, which I loved, but obviously 
kind of thinking into the future, I was like, you know, probably need to figure out what I want to do. And I decided to go full time with photography, which I think I shared in the first episode, the trailer episode that just kind of shared a little bit about my story and how I got there. So I remember um, after having Bella, uh, we were just so happy. Oh my goodness. Like just so overjoyed to have our sweet girl with us. Just so thankful. Obviously, I experienced a little bit of the baby blues the first couple weeks. If you're a mom and you have had a biological child, then you know what I mean. (laughs) Um, Those first couple weeks with your hormones and everything after giving birth, it's just pretty crazy and you cry a lot, or at least I did. And there's just a lot of emotions, lack of sleep, all the things, but overall felt super happy. Um, And as far as maternity leave goes, I mean, as an entrepreneur, I think everyone kind of handles it differently, but For me, I was thankfully able to save up a few months of income to kind of give myself a maternity leave. So thankfully, I was able to take some time off after having Bella. I think I had her, or I know I had her February 20th, 2019, and I think my first wedding um, was like the end of April. So I had at least two months off before I, you know, dove back into work full time. So that was nice to have that break. And I think that that was good timing as far as like returning to work and everything. Um, So that worked out really well. And then um, so we she was about maybe six or seven months old when we found out that we were pregnant again. And we definitely were not trying to get pregnant, but it just happened. I'm sure someone has experienced that. And we were very surprised, but we were excited. I mean, we were obsessed with Bella and we were like, you know, this is a blessing from the Lord. And we were so happy. Um, We were kind of like a little bit in shock. Like I just remember us like looking at each other and just like laughing and laughing and laughing. We were just like, oh my gosh. (laughs) And we were just like, okay, let's do this. So I ordered Bella like a little onesie that said big sister and, you know, We were excited, and I think it was, yeah, it was November, so I remember we were planning to tell our family on Thanksgiving, and we were going to put Bella in the little onesie and, like, tell them, and it was going to be so fun, and then, um, unfortunately, we lost that pregnancy almost about a week after we found out, so um, it was really, really quick that we lost the baby, and it was obviously devastating. Um, I remember the onesie shipped to me in the mail um, after we had already found out that we had miscarried. And so like the onesie didn't even have time to ship to me before we found out we had like lost our baby. So obviously when I got that in the mail, it was like super sad. And, um, I was, you know, it was a really hard time. Um, but you know, I think for me, I'm the kind of person that just wants to be positive and, you know, like move past things and just be like, I'm fine. So I feel like I kind of like shoved those emotions away. Like obviously I cried and I was sad and it kind of came in waves like where some days I would be sad, but I think I just kind of honestly pushed it away and, um, didn't fully process it honestly. And then, um, it was, I think May of 2020. So we were in a pandemic, things were crazy. We were quarantined, 
Um, but we were going for walks every day, enjoying, you know, the outside as much as we could. And Bobby and I kind of started talking about maybe we want to try again for a second baby. Um, and so we decided to start trying again and we got pregnant pretty quickly with Sage, which I also want to say for anyone who struggles with infertility, like just know that I definitely do not take the ability to get pregnant fast for granted at all. Like I definitely understand how big of a blessing that is. And if you have struggled with that, I'm so sorry. And yeah, I just wanted to acknowledge that. Um, so we got pregnant with Sage pretty quickly and, um, yeah, we were excited. Um, but there was still a part of me, I think that hadn't fully processed the miscarriage. And if you've ever been pregnant after loss, then you kind of know what that feeling is like. At least for me, it was really hard to, fully get excited about that, about our new baby, because I was just so fearful that something was going to happen. And so I feel like the whole time that I was pregnant, I was just kind of like waiting for the other shoe to drop. Um, and so there was a wedding that I shot that July. So I was like a couple months pregnant and it was a 10 hour wedding. It was super hot in Memphis. Like if anyone knows, the South is just like hella hot in the summer. Um, we were sweating. We were on our feet. It was hot. Um, and I got home. I had to drive about an hour home. And when I got out of the car, um, I noticed that I was like bleeding a little bit. And um, so we decided to go to the um, labor and delivery like emergency room or whatever and thankfully, I had a friend that came over and watched Bella for us while we rushed to the hospital. And I just remember on the way over to the hospital, I was just convinced that we had lost the baby. Like, that just felt more, like, reasonable to me in my brain than that everything was okay just because of what had happened to us before. And so I was honestly convinced that we had lost her. And so obviously like we get there I'm just like crying I'm super emotional I'm just like devastated and like everything was completely fine like we looked on the ultrasound and like she was moving around and everything was great um so it was per she was perfect I I don't even think we knew she was a girl yet but yeah she was we got to watch her on the ultrasound for like a half hour because they monitored her monitored her for like a while and so that was obviously like really relieving and just honestly shocking to me that everything was okay and I was just so so thankful and I just cried and cried and cried that everything was okay um but yeah so but still like that obviously kind of like was really hard to deal with and um obviously just being pregnant in a pandemic is hard too like I feel like I felt super alone and sort of isolated during my pregnancy I had Bobby and Bella, but I mean, like we didn't get out much. We didn't see people. We took quarantine pretty seriously and we just weren't sure. And Bobby was in medical school too. So it's just one of those things where we were hearing all this different stuff. And so we just weren't sure what the right thing to do was. And, um, so I just, and I just don't feel like my pregnancy was like really celebrated to the extent that it would have been if it, we weren't in a pandemic, like, I don't know my I had like a virtual baby shower which was like so sweet for my friends that threw it but it just wasn't the same obviously as like the baby showers I had with Bella and I just didn't feel like that pregnancy got to be like fully celebrated we also like didn't go to church one time the whole time I was pregnant with Sage and so it was just a weird pregnancy um 
And yeah, so I was still working the whole pregnancy, obviously, because I was the only one um, working between Bobby and I at the time. Obviously, he was working super hard like in school, but as far as like income goes, I was the only one bringing in an income. So I was working the whole time. So I was pretty much just trying to keep my sickness at bay and continue working through it. Um, and so we had Sage December 11th, 2020. And, um, I remember when we were in the hospital, I was like so happy, just so relieved that she was there and she was healthy because just of the fear, the entire pregnancy that I had with just being so scared that I was going to lose her. And, um, yeah, so I just remember us being so happy in the hospital and it was just so weird. Like I just remember being like, she looks just like Bella. Like it felt like we just had Bella, we had birthed Bella again instead of like a new baby. It was so surreal, but, um, we got back home and I just remember like during my maternity leave period, I just felt like something was off. Like, I don't know what it was, but I just didn't feel as I guess, connected to Sage as I did with Bella from the very beginning. And I just thought, you know, that it would go away after like a few weeks or whatever. Um, And I just kind of tried to, like I said before, like kind of push it aside and just be like, it's fine and just kind of move on with life because that's just kind of how I do things is I just, I don't know, I just don't give myself the time to like fully process things a lot. And so... We found out we were moving to Charleston a few months later in March, and so things were just crazy. We were trying to sell our house, buy a new house. We were, um, you know, I was trying to figure out how to transition my business to a new city, so I started, you know, posting stuff like hashtags, Charleston, wedding photographer, Charleston, senior photographer, all that kind of stuff for Charleston, reaching out to vendors there. I mean, I was, you know, trying to transition everything And it was pretty crazy. And so we moved to Charleston in June of 2021. And um, it was obviously kind of wild moving with a toddler and a six-month-old. And um, still something, I mean, I I feel like Sage and I were bonding more. But something still kind of fell off. But I just still was sort of trying to shrug it off and be like, it's fine. Um... And so we moved to Charleston. I was trying to be a full-time stay-at-home mom and work full-time when we first moved here, which got to be super overwhelming pretty quickly, honestly. I just remember Bobby came home one day and I just was crying and I told him like how overwhelmed I was. And he was just like, you know, you don't have to do both full time. Like you can get a babysitter, like we can get a babysitter or figure out some sort of school or something. And honestly, I feel like I'm the kind of person that just tries to do everything myself. And sometimes I forget that there's like help available to me. So if you've ever experienced like trying to do it all on your own, then I completely relate and just know that you don't have to do everything by yourself and it's okay to ask for help, especially when you're trying to work and be a full-time mom at the same time. Like you can't do everything. And so I think I just really needed that wake up call. And I'm glad that my sweet husband suggested that. So 
I reached out and found a babysitter that came a couple days a week from like nine to one so that I could go to like a coffee shop and work. And so I was still kind of trying to transition my business, like working on my website, changing all the words to be more Charleston focused versus Memphis and Tennessee, going to South Carolina, obviously. And um, so, yeah, having a babysitter come a few days a week, honestly, was like a game changer. And but I still felt super overwhelmed, just like with everything I had going on. And so I decided to go see a midwife to just talk about everything that I was feeling because honestly like I would have gone to see my OB like probably a lot sooner but we moved so um because I loved my OB in Memphis but we moved so I was like well I need to just see somebody I need to talk to them about like everything and so I went and saw a midwife that was recommended to me by a friend here And I was just telling her how I was feeling. I was feeling super overwhelmed. I was feeling really like down a lot and just like unmotivated a lot. And I felt like I wasn't super connected to Sage still. Like I just felt like there was a barrier almost like it's not that I didn't love her. Like obviously I'm like obsessed with her. I love her and I care about her. Like I was taking care of her and everything. It was just like there was something I just almost felt like there was like something blocking me from like fully like connecting with her. I don't really even know how to explain it, honestly, but maybe you've experienced the same thing. And my, the midwife was like, you definitely have slash had postpartum depression. And I was like, oh, so that was definitely, honestly, it was a relief because I didn't really know what was going on with me and I knew that something was off but I just couldn't put my finger on it and so for someone to name what it was and like have a solution to move forward was super helpful for me and it just honestly it changed everything because she implemented a few things and those things really helped me with work and with family um So one thing that she suggested was self-care days. So she was like, you need one self-care day a month and not just like a few hours, like a whole day. So that means like from morning to afternoon, like you are doing something for you. And so there was a few different things that I did. I had a few sweet friends that got me a gift card to Woodhouse Day Spa here in Charleston And one day I did like a full spa day and got like a massage and got my nails done and got, you know, my brows done and like all this stuff at the spa. And it was so relaxing. And then I did a beach day a few times. I did a shopping day once. Like it was really nice, honestly, just to have like a full day of just doing stuff that I wanted to do by myself and just like, you know, it was just really nice. So The self-care days definitely were huge. And if you haven't taken a self-care day, like, please go do that because it is honestly a game changer um, just to have a day to yourself, especially if you are a mom and you own your own business. Like, we need to take time for ourselves. Like, it really is so important. And honestly, it makes me a better mom, a better wife, and a better business owner when I'm filling my own cup first. So just know that those are actually really important and it's not selfish. Um it's very important for your mental health. Um, And then the other thing that I did that started really helping me was medication. 
So I started on um, a low dose of medication and antidepressant, which honestly has helped. And I feel like there's such a huge stigma with medication these days. Um, And I just want you to know that you're not alone. If you are on medication or if you've thought about it, then it's okay. And it doesn't make you like broken. It just means, you know, that your brain is another part of your body that needs care and, you know, something that can boost that serotonin in your brain, like could be helpful for you. And for me, it has been really helpful. And I definitely was noticing like around my cycle every month that my depression would get like way worse. And so, um, that medication really helped balance me out, especially around that time of the month. Um, and so, yeah, I just honestly, like, Y'all know that this is a no BS podcast, so like I'm going to keep it 100. I'm going to keep it real with you guys. So this is just me sharing my story, and if like any of this is making you uncomfortable, like I'm sorry, (laughs) but I just think it's so important to share because this is my life and this is real, and um, so yeah, so medication has been super helpful for me, and then also therapy. So I started therapy probably... I guess like, oh yeah, it was September 7th because that was the first day that my kids went to school, which I'm going to talk about in a second too. So I had reached out to a therapist and she's super awesome. And so I started going to therapy. Um, So it's been like a little over two months now and it's just been really great. I go every single week on Wednesdays and I love my therapist. We've been really working through a lot of stuff and I feel like I'm finally able to start like really processing everything that happened with like my miscarriage and just, just everything. And so, um, it's been really good and I feel like it's helped me to have somebody just dedicated time for that self care and that mental capacity. Um, because I think obviously like we have, our friends that we can talk to about stuff or maybe a mentor or a parent or, you know, your spouse or your partner that you can talk to about things. But there's just something about talking to someone who's like unbiased and just, you know, and also is a professional in that field that just is like really, really helpful to just like process everything with. So if you've never been to therapy or if you've been thinking about it, then like I definitely recommend it because, I think as a business owner too, it's like really helped me to go to therapy because I feel like the more healthy that I am mentally, the more that I can show up for my business and for my clients because I'm not bogged down by all the stuff that's on my mind because I'm able to process that every week. And I know that I have that dedicated time every week to do that. And so it's just not I feel like there was this thing in the back of my mind for so long where I was like, I need to talk to somebody about this, this and this or whatever. And when you have those things that you know you need to like talk about, it's hard to focus on everything else fully, if that makes sense. So I think therapy for me has been like really great to like process things and just get healthier mentally. Um, And then also the other huge thing that helped me was my girls starting school. So we... We're going to send them to school the first year we were here, but like COVID was really bad again. And my husband is, was a um, intern at the time at the MUSC. And so he was like working with COVID patients and he was telling me like how bad it was and that 
he knew, knew that more kids were coming into the hospital and stuff. So, you know, we were just a little like worried about that, especially with Sage being so little still, she was only six months old when we moved here. So we were just like, it's not worth it. So we just did the babysitter thing for a while, but then they just started at a little day school from nine to one every day. And that has been huge for me too, because now I have like my dedicated time to work, which is from nine to one Monday to Friday. And then when they get home, they go for a nap. So then I have a few more hours to work. And so it's really nice to have that separation of like, this is my work time and this is my mom time. And just being able to have this like dedicated time to focus on work has been huge for me. And it really has changed the game. And so I just also wanted to throw that out there that if you're a mom and you feel like you're really struggling to like separate your time and like be fully present with your kids, like, you know, for me sending them to school like a few days a week or you could do every day like I do, or you could do like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Tuesday, Thursday, whatever. It's been really great because then I can like separate like because I feel like before I was trying to like intertwine everything and it was like, you know, I'd be trying to play with them or read to them, but then like I would get a DM from a client and then I have to feel like I have to respond to that. And then I get an email, then I get an inquiry and I have to send an email. So now it's like, this is my time to work and this is my time to be with my kids and it's separated. And that has been like super helpful for me. So I just wanted to share that in case that's something you've been thinking about. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I wanted to talk about. Like, I just wanted to kind of talk about motherhood, mental health, miscarriage, like postpartum depression, all that kind of stuff, and just how it's intertwined into my business. And I just want you to know that I'm still on this journey. Like, I don't have all the answers. I don't have it all figured out, but hopefully something about my story has been helpful for you today. And feel free to message me, email me like I am an open book and I would love to chat with you about whatever you're going through and I'm here for you. And yeah, um, I just hope that, you know, this makes you feel seen and makes you feel not alone. If you are a fellow female entrepreneur or just a fellow mom or a fellow, you know, whatever parent, I don't know. Um, I just really hope that something about my story has helped you made made you feel not as alone and just know that like you are a great mom and um if you're a mom and that like there will be better days and this is just a season and this too will pass and that there is help available to you and like it really can get better than it is right now um and so yeah if you if you need help reach out for it and ask for it because you deserve it All right, ladies, thank you for listening and don't forget to keep it real. Let's talk business. It's women supporting women, baby. Let's get down to business.